I sent Crystal's night clearing two modules. Wait, what what modules like for for what? For my internship. Internship. I needed to do e-learning. I had like seven to do. Oh yeah, like but internship for what? That's what I meant. Sorry. In a school, so they are giving me an orientation. So I needed to do the modules as part of the orientation. Orientation, bro. You got picked yeah. up by uni already or something? No It's on my organization. She got job already. What, bro? <laughs> Like what subject do I mean? Oh my god. What do you mean by subject? Like math, science. Oh come on, no need la. Quantum it's mechanics. Like, I can't do math for basic math. I'm and you want me to do quantum that's mechanics? What I'm asking, that's what I'm asking, girl. Oh well, whatever. I've started recording. Greetings! We <laughs> have? Yeah. You better delete that. <laughs> <laughs> Greetings, everyone. Welcome. James, you better delete it, right? Welcome to this episode of the Terrible Podcast. Terrible the- Ideas Podcast. What? <laughs> Just terrible name yourselves Terrible Podcast. It's <laughs> <laughs> a Terrible Ideas Wait. Podcast. Yes. Today we have Mr. Ivano over here. And also we got Karen. Woo! New new member new person, new face, new voice. Did she, did she, did she not deserve a title? Uh, Karen <laughs> You you wanna introduce yourselves? Ivan uh start, starting with Ivano, I have to introduce I myself again. Yo. Say, say anything, man. Yo, I'm Ivano, coming from the hood. Mm. By hood, I mean Boon Kang, apparently. Hell yeah. In the purple line in Singapore. You can't get me because I'm a score. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Check my album. Man's not hot. <laughs> Karen, Karen is amused. Alright, how about you, Karen? <laughs> Self introduction. Hi, I'm Karen. I'm a friend of James and uh, Iwano, and I put out this It's almost every day of my life in the last two years. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm just joking. They're really nice friends. And I'm really happy to be here. So. And also, yeah. uh, Chen Si, who, or Chon, in, in this area over here. Definitely, definitely here right now. You just can't see Where? her, you know, invisible girl. Where's Chansi? Say hi, Chansi. Say hi, Chansi. Oh, <laughs> Any, anything Would else? Would you like to introduce yourself? No. <laughs> oh, that's sad. <laughs> All right, this moving on. This is why I'm a voice actor, just to do this. Okay. Glasses or no? Oh, no. You actually look Hey, guys, I'm starting. Hello. Oh, uh, first, first topic. Uh, first, oh first topic. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Karen is like the mom. Obviously, not our first uh, not run of this rodeo. <laughs> first topic. What holidays do you celebrate and how you celebrate them? Right, Chinese it. ones. No, it's Christmas. It's freaking Christmas. Let's talk about Christmas first, no? Okay, okay, okay. Do we, do we celebrate Christmas? 
three, two, one. No! no. <laughs> yes and no. What does that mean? What do you have to do now, man? What does that mean? No, like, okay. Like, if it wasn't a pandemic, I guess I would have gone to, like, a, my relative's house and, like, celebrated. But this year, because of all the restrictions, so we have to stay at home. So you do celebrate Christmas? Not really, though. We're kind of waiting for Phase 3 to Okay. <laughs> waiting for what? So, waiting for Phase 3 so that more people oh. can gather. No, okay, but like, normally, normally you do celebrate Christmas. I mean, it depends on... Is that, is that a tree? Is that a tree? Are there I would say no. What is it depending on? What, what are the independent factors here? <laughs> what was that play? No, I would say like no on a regular basis though. Because I don't really remember a lot of very significant Christmas celebrations, but in recent years, I think we've tried. But this year, yeah, it's not really working. How do you, how do you try to celebrate Christmas? I mean, like, <laughs> I would say Christmas for me is more like getting your family together and like having like, a gathering and stuff like that. That's the that's the true spirit of Christmas. <laughs> I guess it's the family aspect of Christmas, and that's the bit I appreciate a lot more than presents like trying trying to do christmas this year we put the base of the christmas tree inside <laughs> maybe next year we'll get to the bark <laughs> and then maybe <laughs> the tree it is our family's generational ambition to get to the star but one day not now <laughs> i just realized we should have started this with like Merry Christmas, everybody! Welcome to the podcast. No. Belated, instead we just Merry Christmas. Belated Merry Christmas. That's true. What do you say, Karen? Happy, happy Boxing Day, guys! Oh yeah, it's okay, there'll be sale. But it won't be Boxing like, Day when everyone. this is released, like two days from now. Three oh, days before. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, well, what well, what is Boxing Day? Basically, Box. technically, in the UK, is the day where you open presents and stuff. Hmm. So should and it be Unboxing Day? Yeah. But the presents come in boxes too. Yeah, so you unbox, you unbox it. You unbox, yeah. You remove it from the box. You destroy the box. I never, I never learned. Don't ask me. Go and ask the queen. Wait, Go how about... Okay, okay, okay. Maybe, maybe now you guys don't have the time, right? Because uh, Asian <laughs> studying. But like, you know, when in your childhoods, you know, do you guys like open presents and everything? Do you guys remember? Your parents? For Christmas? No. No, never, me, never me. had a tree. Never had present. Never had a tree. My mom would kill someone if someone brought a tree into his her house. Like, why is there a tree here? We don't want a leaf to fall out, not a stick fall out. I have to vacuum it. Is that I racist? When we were kids. Oh. I think we did have a tree, but it was more like after we moved and there was no space to put up the tree anymore. And my parents also thought it was a bit of a hassle, so I don't think we put it up anymore. Right. But I think we did try to give like our family members and relatives gifts and try to gather as much as possible, which yeah. I kinda miss a lot more this year because it's kind of harder for us to gather and you have to kind uh, of Are you are you close to your I close to your relative? Pretty much. Relatively yes, close I'm to your uh-huh. oh. Okay anyway. <laughs> That's good. Well seems like I have the best childhood amongst you guys now. Uh, <laughs> when I was younger, I, I used to have a fake tree. We used to have a fake Yo. tree. And we used you to just reuse the same tree? Yeah, we used, we used the yeah, same yeah, tree. Yeah, yeah, same, same. When we were uh-huh. kids. 
Yeah, and like the presents would be like properly wrapped up and everything, you know. But it'll be like just the four of us, and that's kind of nice, I guess. I was never really close to like. Actually, no. Sometimes we will go to like, uh, Malaysia because my my mother's relatives live in Malaysia and go there and like it'd be cool, you know. They didn't have a tree, but like you know, we meet up. It'll be it'll be a chill time. But I think that's more like on Chinese New Year, right? You guys celebrate Chinese New Year more than Christmas? Oh yeah. Probably. Yeah. I think Chinese New Year is a bigger thing in my family, I would say. Mm. Is your family like more Chinese. traditional? <laughs> this is this is brilliant coming from all have, three Chinese people. <laughs> have we had a non-Chinese oh, on this podcast? Can <laughs> 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 I get cancelled? Wait, is Vic Chinese? What do you mean like speak Chinese at home? No, I say it's Vic Chinese. <laughs> Yes, she is. She is? She doesn't sound Wait, wait, wait. You better cut this out, man. <laughs> no, she has an accent. I swear she has an accent. She is Chinese. I'm serious. She has like a Filipino accent, I swear. Oh, oh, Chon! Oh my god! Chon! 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 Oh. Uh, Karen, you're not doing the ritual. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! No. She's connecting the audio. This this reminds me of a time where like, uh, me and my friend like we kept like nodding our heads like in front of this little kid, and then the kid started nodding his head back <laughs> for no reason. Why is Amy doing? I don't know. John. She's here. She's not Jamie, she's Chunsi. John! Lord, she DM me high story. Oh my god, isn't it now? Oh my god, wait, give me 10. What do you mean by 10? She's <laughs> never coming. John! Oh, John! 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 Hello! Are you okay, John? A mess. Oh my god. <laughs> what, do you not want to intro? I mean, it's fine. Yeah, everyone knows me already. They called me talk. Oh, oh so. okay. I mean, no. I mean, like, do you want to say? You never know. Uh, yeah, screw it, screw it, screw it, screw it. Um, <laughs> we're, we're talking about experiences as, like, a child as for, like, Christmas or whatever. Like, did, did you have anything for Christmas as a child? Uh, no, I... Uh, my parents let me choose a present for myself every year for Christmas. And that was about it. That, that's the most like chill thing, right? Like, yeah. Choose it for like, you can choose your own. Celebrate Christmas in Singapore? I don't know. Do you, do you have like a tree when you're younger? Did you have a tree? Um, we just bought a tree like a few years ago. So like, that's why my living room right now. Yo. Yeah. That's, that's like the most Christmas it gets. Do you guys like stay oh. up late watching movies? No, I stay up late regardless. Oh, okay. <laughs> Exposing her horrible sleep schedule right in front of everyone. Okay. Like, fine. Yeah. Everyone has a horrible sleep schedule like, mm. these days. If you don't have a horrible sleep schedule, I would be questioning what you're doing this world. What? Being, oh, a, right. being a normal human being. Yeah, being a normal human being. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to regulate the sleep schedule. <laughs> I'm trying to regulate it. Because it's a mess. What, what do you count as? celebration like must your celebration pertain to the that event itself like 
or can it just be like, oh, it's this day, let's do something special. No, I mean, okay, so let's say, hey, it's Christmas, all right, let me, uh, some people say, let's celebrate Christmas by going out to have lunch. Okay, sure, but that's not technically Christmas, because since like Christmas is, you know, something or something, something about Jesus' birthday uh, and like in its actuality. Uh, so it's not actually like, we're not really celebrating Jesus' birthday. We're just celebrating the fact that we are all together. Yeah, so is think, that still celebrating Christmas? I think I think like the celebrating is like on a higher level than just like commemorating the day, right? Mm-hmm. Just like acknowledging that it exists versus like actually going out to like worship it or whatever. It's like two completely different things, I think. Yeah. Right. I don't know what you guys think. I think, I think I was thinking Oh sorry. No, sorry, sorry, go ahead. I think Chanty you want him first. <laughs> you see, you see. <laughs> Just, just go ahead, sorry. Yeah, like in, in other countries don't wasn't there like an entire scandal about like calling Christmas Christmas and like saying that um we should call it the holiday season instead. So now that's what everyone's doing. That that makes sense. But oh, yeah, but, that's true. but uh yes. Ashley Ashley said screw it, let's just call it Christmas. So <laughs> Yeah, because like there's like for the world in general, there's more like it's like the entire imperative is like that like especially like in countries with seasons, like it's winter they can't go anywhere, so they stay at home huh? and right like this time of the year. Right. Yeah. Well, but yes. What about what about the southern hemisphere then? If it's since it's summer yeah. now there. I don't know. Um, Eurocent. <laughs> I think. Nice I, I guess that, that's interesting. I guess technically there's summer holidays too, right? Maybe they're having summer holidays. In the yeah, way. maybe. Yeah. Probably. So, kind of works. They're both it's just the holiday season. You know, they, they really just go, goes to show how Americanized everything. Yeah, anyway. It's very, very American-centric. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Very things which makes sense. Snow and... Snow. 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 You, you want snow? I want to see snow. You want to see snow? You haven't seen snow before? Have not. Oh, shave some ice. I have when there was the snow, but I have never had the fortune of actually seeing snow. Oof, that's quite sad. Yeah. And have you seen snow before? Yeah. Seen it before. It's just casually. Oh Sorry. Every, every I have seen snow. <laughs> snow snow is like aesthetically and like uh vis- aesthetically pleasing, but it's horrible. I would, yeah, it's, I always thought of just wet. It's going through like, solid water. Uh, when, when you go home, like when you reach your, your like your abode, you, you would have felt like you've taken a shower. Like John. <laughs> Sorry. I think but yes. I, <laughs> like white snow. Like when people think of a white Christmas, that kind of snow. It just yeah. it just gets it just gets wet. Yeah. <laughs> like everywhere. People hold it. Know, and it's maybe. like it hurts. Guys, maybe it, it, it follows up on like the meaning of Christmas follows up on Chansey's whole point, which is just like the holidays. Because I remember when we were talking about stuff like that in like in school, right? And we were talking about what is the meaning for like holidays and what's the meaning for like festivals and all that. And we brought out the point it's really time spent family. And someone said the other day in our discussion, I think it was in Chinese class, and we were talking about like Christmas and Christmas and Chinese New Year and all that, right? Yeah. 
And then, like, we brought up this point. Who, why on earth is Christmas still celebrated in Singapore? Maybe because there's, there's a significant Christian population and we believe that there is a certain meaning to it. Then there's also this other meaning that also comes in tight with the holidays. And I feel like it's most evident in almost every holiday, I would say. As many holidays as possible. It's really that connection with people, that time spent with family. That's why I noticed that in a lot of places around the world, now is the holiday season. I think there are other being celebrated also at like Thanksgiving, Hanukkah, right? Let, let, let's be real. Singapore, Singapore's holidays to a lot of people are what? It's a, it's a, it's a break. It's just break. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not, just, I mean, like just... more than more than spending time with your relatives and everything, right? You can like categorize that whole like uh, heap of uh, things that you do during holidays as like a break away from whatever. Mm. Especially in Singapore, like and like especially for not students. to be like <laughs> a cynical capitalist hate a capitalism hater, but like. Honestly, a yeah, big yeah. part of a big part of Christmas is about consumerism. Uh, that's why it's still being promoted by a lot of like capitalists. You know, I mean the uh, the businesses and stuff as as like a very normal, very th- a very normal thing to celebrate. You should celebrate Christmas so you can buy our stuff and buy our stuff for your people. You know, I mean, our like Valentine's Day and. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So, so a lot of holidays are basically hijacked by companies. That's uh, well, my view a lot. They are basically hijacked uh, so that you would buy more stuff from them, and then they 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 will guise it under, "Hey, you should celebrate this uh, event now, and you know use our products to do it." But, yeah. Spending. spending if you can separate yourself, yeah. If you can separate yourself from that, I mean that's fine. You know, just. If it's if you can focus on the familial or friendshipful aspect, friendshipful, fr- you know, of the know. of of the holidays, then you know that'd be nice. Yeah. I don't know what 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 are they supposed to do during like Christmas? <laughs> go to church. You go and um, I don't know. I just go to church. That's all. That's enough. Like, it's good enough. Like, 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 I always wondered because, like, you know, from young, I never thought of Christmas as like a Christian thing, right? I always thought about it more as like a just, just a a, a holiday kind holiday of thing. thing, like the 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 big man being good, uh, yeah, getting presents, you know. <laughs> that's just Christmas. Be, be be good, get presents. That that's the be that's my whole takeaway from from Christmas. Yeah, that's a very Okay. I must admit. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's like a bad moral lesson. Yeah, but like, so are the holidays in Singapore just reduced to something that is like useful to us only, like in the sense that like we become better people? Oh my god, yeah, bruh, I, I swear, right? I swear to you, like, everybody, like, a lot of people in Singapore just view like a lot of things in terms of like productivity or whatever, right? The holidays is just like, oh, you know, a way to a way to like go on a break, see relatives at the same time. That's like, you know, efficiency, you know. <laughs> With your homework. Oh. Your homework. Like, bro, don't you realize that like, a lot of people view holidays as like this like, elaborate scheme where like, you have to, you have to be the most efficient or like anything. You must plan out everything. Yeah. It's like and a huge schedule for like, every day of the, I, of I find holidays. like, especially in Singapore, this is like, 
very to be the case. I mean, if you think about it, like even during circuit breaker, right? Like that, like it was a com- it was a productivity competition. Yeah, sure. Yeah, like for for exams, especially for students and everything. I guess that's just our culture that's yeah. been ingrained to us as to be a very competitive kind of uh, like, atmosphere like, with uh, uh, between each other. I guess in a way that kind of pushes us to use any time we have to push ourselves further. And you know, a break, uh, the break is like the first thing you think of. But then once you're in that, you start to just think, think, of, think more about, about like productivity. What can I do now? I shouldn't waste my time even though it's not wasting. You're just taking a break. Yeah. And that kind of like brings up the other issue, right? Like that I've, I personally like, have an issue with with Singapore that I, I talked about in my previous album. <laughs> okay, anyway, but <laughs> I don't know. Like to me personally, I see a lot of people as like lacking in passion in Singapore. Like I don't I don't find many people who are like very they have like a lot of drive in what they do. Maybe that's just like a, a normal thing like around the world. I'm just like, you know, I'm an idealist. Like, you know, sometimes I see people and like they're just chasing money, but like at the end of the day, you know, money is just a promise to do work. And then once you get the money, you're like, what do you do? You get more money, and then you get more money, and then it's like promise to do more work to get more money. And it's like if your only aim is money, then you just keep getting money. And you never actually get anything done. Kind of sad. Like someone <laughs> money aim like that wouldn't get aim be more of luxury than money. Yeah, because I mean more- I guess. But like more productive to to do what uh, to be more productive. Like, like, just the view of the world. I don't know. Like, what happens you can, uh, in America, you can pay for your medical bills and yeah. um, you can get a better education, which allows you to find um, yeah, I, the right? I agree with that, but it's like first world problems, I guess. But, you know, like, especially in Singapore, like, so many people are already, like, so well off and so well to do. That's like, like, it's not just about uh physical well-being a lot of the time there's also a lot of issues with like emotional well-being that that is definitely present right but like you know people just like don't care about it i mean not don't care just yeah i think it's uh, also like the of an asian society yeah but that's just my hot take you know hot take i don't think people are passionate enough i don't think it's a hot take i think everyone thinks like that it's just that no one does anything about it which is why I, I decided to do music. Okay, but anyway. Okay. <laughs> it's like it's like it's like my father uh, the other day told me about like don't know what. Oh, this lawyer who's like also a DJ part time is like okay. So is he interested in doing law or being a DJ? You know, <laughs> you can't. Yeah. I mean, you can split like your interests two ways, but ultimately, like I I know this like I guess like selfish sometimes, but like. I, you just don't see anybody who's like, oh, you know, I'm going all in into like this one particular thing. It's like, uh, I don't know. It's like, yeah. it's like, it's efficient. I get it. It's, it's, it's good. <laughs> on, a, on a surface level, it's great. But on a deeper level, you know, like you have to, you have to wonder like how much, yeah. So that's when we get all of it, master of that's from what, what we, what we all know is Kiasu is very partial, yeah, it's like the scared kiasu. of losing. Yeah, so being, scared, being afraid of losing. It's a very... Going all in into one thing, that's that's a very scary 
sort, right? Because you have no uh, safety net. If you fail, you fail. Right, that's that's GG, no re. <laughs> so like so, so a lot so a lot of people uh we are brought up with the concept of uh getting money because that gives you more leeway, more safety, more uh untrained very Chinese. Anyway. Uh but but yeah, I like going for uh those high paying jobs because stability, once again, financial stability and uh the, uh so that financial stability is supposed to bring you happiness in a way. And so there's a lot of that. And uh, as, as we all would know, artists, artistry, you know, all this music, art, and all that shamanas is very unstable in a way because it's, a, it's very hit or miss. I guess you never miss. Huh? Hit or miss. <laughs> it's, it's, I think um, these unstable jobs are like, mm. seem to be for the rich. So like, what people do is they feel like there's you know if they can like, be rich pursue the arts so like like in singapore right you're talking about in singapore right? singapore yeah I, it's the singapore spirit because of how but, you know singapore is a young country fought her way to the top whatever but like in actuality like a lot of these like like for example kendrick lamar you think he was rich when he decided to make a music career bro <laughs> He came from the projects, yeah, but anyway, uh, you know, it's like... It's the difference in our cultures, uh, with like Western, Western culture, it's all about building yourself up from the top, ambition, passion, but then from Singapore, it's about have getting it. yourself safe first before you start climbing up, I think that's... I guess that ties into that Singaporean narrative, because you really have to really start out from really not being put in the situation where they didn't want that independence but forced to do it in the end. So I guess that's what informs the fight or flight kind of mentality and I guess that's why there's a very big price placed on stability because it's just I guess historically it's more like it, the region's very unstable and very volatile so I guess it price the stability. But I guess, but I feel like now as things go and as things become more stable, like economically, I think what people are trying to find is that balance between the economic ha sense of happiness as well as the social sense of happiness. Like what constitutes a social sense of happiness and what, what constitutes a fulfilled and meaningful life? I think that's what we need to consider, I think, as we move on in the next like, stage of the journey. I guess. I, I'm sorry, Karen, but like, that, that whole like, paragraph that I said just now, like, I agree with it a lot, but like, the way you phrased it is like, it's like kind of like my whole problem with it, right? It's like, people keep wanting to yeah. find like, a balance. There's no hunger. There's no need for survival. That, there's, there's only not, mediocrity, yeah, in a way. Art, art is about picking emotions and expressions. If you don't feel anything, because your life is so great, you can't make art! <laughs> you know? <laughs> and like, that's, that's what I think. There's like, no emotional center to it. It's like I'm getting, it's like, yeah. there's no emotional crux, which it's kind like, of pushes it. It's like, for a lot of, for, for some artists, it's like, oh, if I want to eat today, I got to go up and I got to perform and I got to make that work. For a lot of Singaporeans, it's like, oh, it's, it's okay. Like, sure, you have some Singaporeans that like, do gigs and whatever. But it's just like, it's, it's so stifled, you know, from the entire atmosphere around. 
they're like even though you got to work to put food on the plate and whatever, they like think of it in a very different way. They think of it from a like uh allocatively efficient kind of way rather than just a you know I oh my god, yes. <laughs> yeah. I guess I guess like a nice way to put it is like you guys probably won't know, but it's like Jojo's part five, you know, it's like Jono's like I have a dream and everything. You know? The resolve. Mm. It's not there. Wait, do you guys know right. what I'm talking about? It's basically like there's there's this character who like, you know, he his catch his his catchphrase, his catchline is like, I have a dream, you know. And he does like these insane things to like achieve it, you know. He jumps in like like he jumps off like the boat and like almost gets killed and everything. And it's like I don't see that that same like passion in Singapore. So I mean like I don't know anybody who would like literally give up their give up their life to pursue like a dream. No, I don't know. Not yeah. you. Yeah, me. <laughs> <laughs> I see the point in like the way that Singaporeans look at things where like they want to play safe. Like it makes a lot of sense. It's just like, you know, I, I'm personally like I'm a very impulsive person. Like for me, the sacrifice that I made, I guess, is like my school my schooling, you know. Like, which is expressed inside my song, you know, uh, Johnny don't want to go to school no more in my Sega album. <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> you know, yeah, like, I question myself, like, am I really willing to give up schooling to pursue music? And, like, ultimately, I guess, like, I come to the conclusion of, yeah, that's why, like, during the holidays where, like, most people be studying or whatever, or, like, even during school days, I decide to, like, draw and, like, make music instead, you know. <laughs> It's like, yeah. I guess, like, I can't really say from my perspective because, like, my grades have always been, like, more or less there. Well, I mean, like, I feel, I feel, I feel, uh, the, the promos. Okay, yeah, sacrifice. <laughs> How'd you get promoted? I feel, I feel promos to release my album. Yeah, resolve. Resolve. It's not the time to talk about promos grades. Um... No, but I studied a lot. Like, I still managed to make it work because, you know, I'm a, I'm badass. I get your point. I kind of agree in the no passion part is that we are forced to make our decisions very early. Or forced to plan our routes very early on in life. We're forced to make to understand that, oh, this route will lead you to a very specific destination that early on. And I think that contributes to a lot of stress, especially on in the education system as well. And I think that's what what causes this lack of passion and also leads to a second problem which which is the lack of ownership. I just do for the sake of doing law. I just do because my teacher tells me to do it. I do because my parents tell me to do it. I do because my friends say it's good and they tell me to do it. I don't do it because I want to do it and I want to make something better and I don't want to do it. I don't do it because I want to do it for myself. I don't do it because I think the, the hardest bit is trying to figure out I guess now but I would look at this in terms of an educational field is how do you empower kids to make their own choices about their own future and not feel so pressured? If I don't and if this route fails, I'm gone for life kind of thing. Yeah. And I think that's the hardest bit to tell the kids now because I realize, and I am also experiencing it myself, is that I'm also very afraid of failing. I'm also very afraid of, oh my goodness, what if this route doesn't work out? What am I even thinking? You know, that kind of... Oh no. Yeah. I guess that's a so very I think nice way to put it. I think... Yeah, I think... Well, 
it, it really has to do with how how do we frame failure for our kids? How do we frame failure for ourselves? How do we frame what it means to slip up sometimes for people? Yes, a slip up is is painful now, but it's not the be all and all. And there's always some bend in the road somehow. You know what I mean? I can or I can just be like a three hundred IQ player like Giorno Giovanna. Okay, anyway. <laughs> Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> no, but like, I agree. Like, I, I, that's a very nice way of putting it. I guess like the, the question would be like, what do you want to do versus like, what do you think other people would want to do, right? I think a lot of people focus on like, what other people in their position would want to do and what's socially acceptable versus what you yourself want to do that would make you like happy and feel good. Rather than like, oh, I'm going to help the environment because it's going to be good for the world and it's going to help so many people. Like, sure, they want it, but do you want it? And like, you know, yeah. I mean, there's not like... That cost. Of course, like, just to a certain extent, like, I agree with the Singapore mentality because like, if everybody goes by that logic, it's like, oh, I want to kill people and I find joy in murder, you know? It's like, no. <laughs> stop, stop that, you know? Like, I need to bring it that way, huh? I'm just saying... There, there's a there's a fault in that way of thinking. There's a huge fault in that way of thinking. But and and like of course, if you don't if you don't have the like ability for it yet, you you should still be smart about it. You know, you shouldn't just like drop everything and like <laughs> just like yes, you know. It's like even even though I feel promos, like I I still saw like the value in getting a piece of paper, and I still study for the exam. You know, I'm I'm not yeah, an idiot. But, like, yeah. So yeah, wait, I need to go pee. You just stop, yeah. Have fun. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, God. Amazing. What was okay. this episode even supposed to be about? It was about like local culture and Christmas. We are Kish. kind of talking about culture. It's just that it wasn't what we wanted. <laughs> oh, well. Personally, I decided to, to study less to do what I want to do. Hey, and what is it that you want to do? Huh? What was it that you wanted to do? I want to like do English in uni, but like I'm in a very um sciencey school, and I'm in a and I have very sciencey parents, so like that's my issue with it. I I agree, Chancy. Good point. I know. Right? <laughs> Thank you. It's just no one thinks that that is what anyone should do. So I've kind of, I've kind of like, um, have, I've kind of like been conflict with my parents over this for like the past four years. I guess really it's got to do with my experience in primary school as well. I hated writing essays. <laughs> this came on because I used to always have to write all the like stock phrases and all the good words and stuff. And that really pissed me off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and if I use like, you know, I it's like supposed to be a real life position and like if you write in colloquial language in for dialogue that's not allowed and I didn't understand it because no one speaks like that in real life. Uh, can, I, can I say like a short story like in my primary school right for like uh, compositions and whatever I used to have this teacher who was like, <coughs> yeah and she was like <laughs> she was very mean to like um, she was very mean to the lower class let's just say you know I, I was part of the lower class like in that time I was like I was the, I, I used to call myself the, the worst student in the best class, yes. Because <laughs> I was literally the worst student in the best class. Like, like for example, 
uh, there was like this event that we had to go to. I don't remember this, but my mother told me apparently. Like, she she said, "Oh, if uh, if if one person doesn't like wear the shirt, like when we are like tomorrow to do this activity, like all of us won't like do it or something like that." And apparently, I didn't like show up with that specific like attire, and like you know, she had to keep to her words, and so she called it off, and like everybody started hating me or something. And like my friends told me, I was like, I don't remember. <laughs> What I do remember though is everyone bullying me. Yes, I remember that. <laughs> oh, yeah. but but yeah, she was, she was kind of a um, but you know, <laughs> and and like but but uh, I was talking about compo right because like she she didn't just do this to me. She also like she she mocked like other students as well. I guess it's like it's a way of teaching. I guess and like there was this one specific student who like wrote this compo, which is honestly like freaking hilarious. <laughs> it's like it's like about this. About this hero, and then it's like, and it's like, oh, I used to be a zero, but now I am a hero. <laughs> it was freaking, it was freaking and like, save a cat or something. And was, oh my god, the entire class was like rolling on the floor, right? But like, you know, for the wrong reasons. <laughs> because she like, oh my god, she was so mean. She like took out his essay and she started reading the entire thing in front of our entire class to like make fun of him. Man. Like that's so. Oh, it was to humiliate yeah. him. Yeah, it was to humiliate him. And then she was like, look, look at how this, how bad this uh, compo is to this. And I was like, holy hell, how can she do this? But also, it's like freaking hilarious. <laughs> but that's not a good teaching. We all know yeah. that. I don't know. I was laugh crying. But like, I guess she's like one specific case. But yeah. Like, I'm a sure lot of... Only one though. Yeah. Many examples. This, this is not just like, the problem with Singapore though, I think it's like a problem with like teaching overall, but specifically like Singapore, where like a lot of people are very uh more laser focused on getting free. Oh. What what do you say, Kai? I mean we only Singapore, so we can only talk about Singapore. We do not want to generalize. Yeah, I don't know, like from hearing stories from like other countries as well, you know. I, I don't know much, but like apparently like a lot of people hate school for like a lot of these same reasons as well. So like yeah. I guess maybe it's because whenever they try to express that form of creativity, people say that they're being naughty. And they're being silly. For not being normal. Because they don't follow the mode. But the thing about, I guess, students and the thing about learning is that you can't put an individual in a mode. And if you tell people that every individual is different, but yet you're trying to make them all the same, it's a bit of... It's a bit of a contradiction, is there, isn't it? Yeah. It's a bit, yeah. it's a bit funny, right? When when everyone says that, oh, every child is different and every child's differences will be respected and built upon. But yet, when you're trying to build that different, when you're trying to respect that difference, why do you suddenly make everyone become one and the same? Yeah. Or nope. make people conform to a specific script in life even though they're not ready for that script in life though i don't think like you can really like uh invalidate like the way that singapore schools do as well because like uh you know being normal in this society is like easier to put people in a box right and you can't like really like you can't have too much individualism you know there's such a thing and like you know especially on the internet nowadays with like everybody going about like having their own uh, freedom of speech, I guess. It, it's a huge mess and it leads to a lot of chaos. I guess like a good thing about Singapore is that 
there's a lot of order, right? Everything is very organized, very neat, very tidy, and everything works. Like, for example, in like this COVID relief session, right? Everything is like so orderly and nice, whereas you see like, um, you know, other countries, not, not naming anything. <laughs> Everything is like this step and then this step and whatever. Said like 30 days in advance and everything. So nice. And like, there, there's something nice to like that, having that safety net, right? But like, uh, it's, it's not. All right, let's talk about Chinese New Year then. Woo! Oh, okay. Because yeah. we're about holidays, right? Yeah. So like, you know, Chinese New 40 Year. 40 days? Like, we, went, we went from holidays to bashing school systems and then back to holidays. Back so. to holidays. I, I feel so bad that I am, though. I just feel like... Into our school sometimes system. it is true and sometimes it is that experience, I guess. I mean, school is supposed to be the place where you make mistakes. Like, it's, school is supposed to be that safety net so you can understand and learn. But then again, like, not everybody mm -hmm. learns as well as other people. So, there's always the exception. You can never make a system that satisfy every, satisfies everybody. You can never. It's true. Abolish the system. Anarchy forever. Anarchism is a terrible idea. It's a terrible <laughs> idea. But honestly, I feel like the school system in Singapore has produced pretty good outcomes. It's just what's going to happen moving forward. I think that's the bit that we need to question. Yes. I guess. Generally quite good outcomes, especially in terms of level, literacy level and all that. I think it's a pretty good outcome. It's just how are we going to take it into the future? And I, think I do think that Singapore has a good education system like in general like as compared to other countries or maybe i was just fortunate to be in the schools that i was in but i feel like um it like the singapore education system like works on uh, developing critical thinking and stuff or like playing to students strengths which is why we have so many streams which like i do not agree with streaming but, but like yeah that's why we have so many streams and what yeah, like, pathways, pathways. Oh, okay. Like normal, normal level. I'm, I'm not, I'm not sure what the new system is like, but I, I, I think that it is, it really improved upon the old system. Like even though there's elitism, this is the fault of the people. The system itself is provides opportunity to those who needs it. It's just it's that like manipulate the system and try to like get ahead, and that's where all the flaws come in. Oh, but yeah. I, I feel like Singapore is doing a fine job. It's, it's like greed, right? I don't know. Like, I, I, I mean, I, I like school. Uh, like, I like learning. You I like just, school? <laughs> I just don't like taking exams. Such a I I, same, I, same, 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 same. Books and books of stuff. The point of using it, I'm not going to use it in the future. So I just don't. And so I just feel like... <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't like like that you have to wake up so early in the morning to go to school. That's like one of the biggest gripes that I have for school. Like it's but if you if you start late, you will end at six p.m. I have or to seven wake up at five a.m. every day to travel to school. That's too early. You know what time I hit? Yeah, they do this I mean, anymore, if, by the way. Well, I mean like if if we end at six p.m., but then we're gonna wake up later anyway. We can just sleep later. Yeah, do you know what time Fine. the usual teenager sleeps? Extremely late. <laughs> what what time time time? Personal experience. I got an example. Wouldn't our like Wait, what time bodies actually supposed Extremely to? Extremely late. 
wake up usually, late, eh? you know, up usually, sleep early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, no, most teenagers, like, sleep damn late because of whatever reasons. But, like, it's a thing, you know, and you can't not address it. Like, I get, like, oh, you know, in work, like, you have to, you have to wake up early or whatever the hell, like. But still, oh my God, you know, childhood is a thing. Lastly. What, what do you say, Chon? We are teenagers, let us live. Yeah, let us live. And, like, so many people are so obsessed, like, with getting at work and done and everything, right? Like, just live a bit. Like, go, go out with your friends or something, oh my god. Do, do what you like. Go draw. Or try a lot of things and then, like, they just get nothing done in the end. Like, yeah. me. But, like, I feel like there are people who are worse than me. Yeah, I mean, I guess. I mean, I wouldn't know, but yeah, I agree. And, like, and like the fact that we have to wear, like, such a... Like, you know, I, I always went to, went to school with my school uniform, right? And, like, I would unbutton, like, the first button or whatever. And so many people, like, had an issue with that. I, I did that because, like I, I, like, I felt it was extremely tight. So, I, like, unbuttoned it. And, like, it, oh, my God. So many people, like, took an issue with me. Like, my music teacher, every morning, he'd be like, oh, your top button or whatever. I'd be like, all right, mister. All right. <laughs> I actually like having a uniform because I'm lazy. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I, there, are, there are pros and cons of, like, having a set uniform. It's just, like, it also, like, gives the idea that everybody's the same, right? I mean, everybody literally looks the same, so. Yeah. And it's also a status symbol, and it also, like, prevents you from doing things in certain places. Yeah, right. There are pros and cons, as I say, but. If I go out in my uniform, like, it looks okay. My school uniform is like damn basic, so um, no one really bothers me. But like, I, if you are like, in, I don't know. Uh, I'm, I don't <laughs> it's it's okay, Sean. Well, like if you're yeah. having a school uniform, at least like have a um a more interesting, more breathable school uniform or whatever. Like, and and like the rules are like so strict in school. I don't know. Like last time. Last time, you know, you guys remember uh, Caleb? <laughs> oh, Which right. one? Uh, the, 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 the twins. Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait, Ch- Chen Si doesn't know, right? Basically, there were, like, these twins, like, in my lit class. And uh, they, they weren't both in the same lit class. Like, one of them was in there. And, like, basically, one day, they tried, like, swapping. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you, you have at least once in your life if you're Yo, oh my god Chunsi bro we, we think the same okay wait let me let me complete the story first alright so <laughs> so basically like like uh the our teacher like Dr. Ong she, she wasn't too happy about it as you can expect actually she was very upset about it and then and then I think I think she said like oh you know uh, I used to think because Caleb was a very good lit student because you know he liked that but like she was like oh you know I used to think you were such a good student but like now I might like not give you a recommendation or whatever and I was like, bro, like, like, I, I, I was like, yo, like, and I, I gave, I gave the same argument as Chen Si just gave. I was like, he has a twin. You like, you expect him to do it at, like at least once in his like school life, and it's not like this happens every day. He doesn't misbehave every day. This is like just happened once. You're gonna like detract a even like, a prank. It's yeah, it's a prank. It's a funny prank. Everybody laughs, but. Like, yeah, and then she took it so seriously and she got mad and whatever. And I was like, are you seriously going to do this? Like, just because... Are you seriously going to, like, revoke his recommendation 
just because of like these few seconds of his life, I seriously going to ruin someone's life over that. And like... <laughs> that, like that is the best example of why school isn't the place for you to make mistakes. It's not your safety net. Yeah. And like, I guess like me standing up suddenly and whatever, like kind of relieved some of the tension. And then she started laughing and everything. <laughs> and just like, James, are you sure you want to do this? <laughs> like I could, I could very easily like not give you a shout. That's like, I don't care, dude. Like, uh, I was like, give, give my recommendation for him. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I do have a story also. Oh like, yeah, the Shang story. Yeah, because like, um, I am not a good student, like, like, pers- personality. Yeah, so um, there was once that I wore thigh high socks to school on a dare. Yeah, and, and like, <laughs> it, sorry, thing against it. It's not. It's not against the school rules. Like, what do the school rules say? The school rules say socks have to be visible. Um, they have to be above your shoes. And socks are either white, black, or grey. So I was like, okay. And then I wore um, grey thigh-high socks. And then, okay, it was quite funny. Like, it's like I, I literally just like pulled my socks up all the way. And then I just walked through the school. And then um, I went to the assembly field. And then... Um, and then like um I just I just I just walked in and like I stood where I normally stood and like the discipline mistress was at the front of the entire um view and like I literally saw a shadow being cast over her face and then it's like um she sent one of the chairpersons to come and tell me to meet her after the after assembly and I did, and I was kind of insolent about it, which was my fault. But I feel like all my points made sense. Like she was like, "Why are you wearing long socks?" And, and like honestly, like you would think that people wear long socks just because you know they've gotten scolded for not for wearing short socks before. But like my socks are always visible. It's just that today they were extra long. So I was just like, "Oh, um, I thought they would be comfortable." And like. Um, you know, it's cool in the classrooms and I like long socks and they were comfortable. Okay, I'm just saying. It's like comfort sake, right? Yeah, so um yeah, so I was just like, Oh, um, it's cold and I want long socks. Then uh she was like, Are you then then she was like, um, if your yours are cold, you wear your mask to school and I was like wearing a hoodie at that point of time. So I was just like, No, oh, I wear my hoodie. That's why I bring a hoodie in case my ears get cold. Oh, okay, so that's <laughs> I stand honestly. <laughs> okay. Yeah. What's her reaction? She had like a lot of different um, she had a lot of things to say, and then I just like counted everyone slowly, and I feel bad for it because she's like I'm sure she's nice, you know. I was just not happy because I like my socks. <laughs> I mean, I, I personally I believe that I like if if you, if you. Like, if you believe what you're doing is right, like, you do, you're not doing anything wrong, you're not hurting anyone, I believe that it's okay to defend yourself in those kind of scenarios. Right? And as long as you're not being, like, a, a horrible person about it, you're not being confrontational, you're not being uh, vindictive, you're just defending yourself and, like, stating out your points, I think that's fine. Yeah, I mean, it's they're, just they're, they're that a lot, of, a lot of adults won't take into account any of your tone and they will find any... If, if you talk back like that, like, like talk back, they, they, say, they say it's talking back in a, and like you're argumentative, which I don't understand because like I'm just explaining myself to you because I, you are asking me why I'm doing this, right? 
Sorry. Yeah, it's valid because um, I literally like brought up the fact that this is what the school the school diary says, and she's just like, no, it's not what uh, this list is not exhaustive, and I was just like, okay, sorry, I didn't know. Uh, yeah. You know, like it's like, but she wanted an explanation why I did it and why I did it was literally for fun, like not because I got into trouble and because I genuinely thought that you know I genuinely thought I wouldn't get into trouble. I just thought that I would get weird stares for the entire day, but I got into trouble. On hashtag rebel. Did, did you have to face any punishment or anything? Was that, was that just uh, like a dressing down? by writing an apology letter which I am very good at writing by the way I've helped my friends write apology letters so many times uh, legend. Yeah. I'm sorry for legend. wanting to wear thigh high socks even though they are nice comfortable fashionable and very nice yeah well. for being rude oh I genuinely didn't know I'm sorry but like I do not think I was in the wrong I just feel like okay I just don't want drama yeah, right. I don't know sometimes just... I feel like the teachers are like 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 get some kind of cathartic release when they like punish <laughs> Yeah, I mean I like to be angry too. Like I mean, not want, not wanting to like believe the worst in them, but honestly, I try, I, I agree. Like some 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 of them just it feels like they're trying to be vindictive. They're trying to be like they're trying to catch you out and like make you feel bad for doing thing. Like last time, it's just a very minor offense. They are projecting. I mean, they're all humans as well. That makes sense. But, like, yeah. Sometimes do, like, too, too much of an extent. Like, last time when I was in sports school, right? Like, I, I used to I used to be also a hashtag rebel and, like, access the computer labs even though I wasn't supposed to and skip my training because, you know. Yeah, but... <laughs> you were in sports school. That's, like, oh, what yeah. I... What did you say? I James, what were you in sports school for? Sports. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, uh, I, 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 I said this in episode like three or something. Go, go, no, I'm joking. Uh, like, <laughs> I was in sports school because of uh, platform diving. What? You guys know what's platform diving? Oh, I'll have to explain this again. <laughs> diving? Yeah, diving. Oh, oh, pet. oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, Karen knows. Oh. You know, Tron? I think so. It's basically jumping from high places and doing many somersaults. Yeah. Like, oh, so can you still somersault? Uh, so no. that's where the judge put up the boss with numbers on them. Yeah, yeah. Not really, but that's a story for another day. That's to do with like my PTSD or something. But, uh, <laughs> like, uh, basically, like, I, I used to hate training for, like, various reasons. It's a long story. Watch episode three. Oh my god. Life's <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Wait, but wait, episode like, three. After <laughs> I think I think it was episode three. Wait, uh, Ivano, our music episode was episode five, right? Yeah, it was probably episode three. It's the one True. that's like hashtag lifestyle. Okay, anyway, but <laughs> yeah, I used to like go into like the computer labs and whatever, right? And there was this like one, like there was this one day w- which I got caught, but I wasn't as like boss as Chunty, you know. Like the the teacher called me. And, she, and then she like came up to me and she was like, she, she was acting so proud, man. She was like, oh, I, I noticed that you're inside because there, there was, uh, there was, there was, uh, there were water vapors on the glass, which means the inside is cold. And so that means that, <laughs> that someone off the aircon. So I went inside to like go and off the aircon to just to check. And I find this student sitting like that. And I was like, okay, man, okay. <laughs> 
Well, like then, then she asked me like go call my dad and like me and my father. Um, didn't. What do you say, Chuan? Like good for her. I mean, at least she feels good about like her skills in her understanding of basic science. <laughs> Student sleuthing. Yeah, and, and when and, and when she was talking to me, she was like putting this such like passive aggressive tone, and I was like, all right, all right, I want to go home, <laughs> and I. Uh yeah, and 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 like me and my father didn't really have like a great relationship at the time. Like she forced me to call him, and I was like down there like breaking down, and I was crying and whatever. I was just like yeah, and he brought me home, and then like a huge huge things happened. You know, he tried to like drag me out. Yeah. <laughs> it was this whole it was this whole thing. school, school Singapore culture, my yeah. favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Um, viewers, do people even watch these? Yeah, people watch this. My the the episode talking about my life story has like a hundred plus views. You know. Wow. Oh, for you. My life story is marketable. It's all, it's all because of you. You just yeah. you're just too charming. What were your most? making a dress, bro. Look at that. Yeah. Oh my god. Making another scrunchie. You're making a what? Making another scrunchie. <gasps> Sweet. Yeah. What? Uh, actually, I didn't finish the one I was making last week, so I'm making the other half of it. Oh. Remember the bowl? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, is it for like? Wait, is it for like headers or something? No. Yeah. Oh. <gasps> headers the musical. Yeah, bro. Yes, yeah. Oh, you're kicking out now. <laughs> Market then. then on the second floor, there were a lot of cloth shops. Wait, wait, we are supposed to be talking about Chinese New Year. Uh, nope. Yeah, Chinese New Year. Speaking of Chinatown, guys, shall I pivot towards Chinese New Year? <laughs> what, what are your experiences during Chinese New Year, like, actually? Uh, I have to wear nice clothes. And then I go to visit my family. And that's about it. Interesting. I... My, my family is like more religious, I guess. Like we have to go to like shrines or whatever and like we have to pray and everything. You have to hold the jaw sticks, right? And like go there and like carry mm-hmm. it around. Like, I've always hated Chinese New Year for myself, like personally. Uh, I guess it was back, like when I was young, because like, okay, this is, this is a mis- misconception I've always had until I realized that I'm stupid. But like, I've always thought that during Chinese New Year, everyone goes overseas. Because most of most of my like uh, extended family is back in Indonesia, so every yeah, Chinese New Year yeah. I had to go back. Yeah, and I'm so rich. Okay, that's why I got my Gucci sweater. Anyway, so, so uh, yeah, I had to go overseas, Pioneer, right, all the way. Also go to the temples there, burn everything, be a budding arsonist. Uh, and then, but I've always hated like everything that had to come with it, which is shopping, because I used to hate shopping and like buying clothes, testing out new clothes. Agree, agree. I can say uh, I hate I hated getting haircuts. I still do, but I had to get haircuts everywhere. And it's like and I, I, I used to hate going overseas. I still kinda do. And so all of that kind of culminated in me hating Chinese New Year. First world problem. Like a lot. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that, that's just my that's just my hot take. Uh 
it just made me, it just always put me in a bad mood. So I just stay in a room and watch Cartoon Network because I'm an edgy little kid. Yeah, I agree. Like, what is the significance of Chinese New Year to like a lot of Singaporeans, right? or at least like Chinese Singaporeans? I, I guess it's like a religious thing as well. Yeah. It's not that Singapore doesn't have any culture, you know. It's just that we have a lot of diversity in our cultures. And like my family, you know, who's like more more religious, I guess you could say, do still practice like a lot of these things. Although like they don't impose like these practices onto me. But they themselves do practice it. Yeah. So like, you know, we, we do have like a diverse culture in Singapore, I think. If you look at it close enough. Microscope. Yeah. Like, and, <laughs> I don't know, do you guys think, like, these cultures will die out, like, in, in a few years or whatever? Absolutely. I mean, no, 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 sorry, no. Singaporeans are very superstitious. Oh, true. Do you, do, you, do, you, do you think so? Do you think Singaporeans are, like, very religious people? I think not religious. I think superstitious. Well, what would you say is, like, thing. the difference? I think really superstition is more of like um based on your environment and like what people tell you. So it's more of like it, I don't even know I'm sorry, So so what you're trying to say is Singaporeans are gullible. Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> uh I think I'm gullible too honestly. Ooh, alright. Well <laughs> you sure. have it here. Uh sure. Agree, agree, disagree, Ivano. Uh, how to say? Superstitious. Mm. About culture, mm, I feel like it'll be the the more religious, superstitious aspects of what we do, what we celebrate in our traditions will start to fade. Maybe maybe not completely, but it'll, it's like, it won't have as much of a prevalence, right? Uh, like, so, as like as a generation we will start to move closer towards the we are celebrating this as a holiday not a uh a, a, as a chinese yeah. event yeah, i guess yeah. i agree with chen si like singaporeans are very superstitious right like we still say things like oh you know this food is heaty or whatever and like we we listen to like grandma's tales and whatever you know don't cross the black cat don't walk under ladders etc broken mirror you... what do you say you before. Do you think what? Like, it's just a way for adults to tell me, oh, uh, whatever, it's just speaking English. Or oh, don't drink soft drinks. If not, your tea will change. And I don't even know what it means. Yeah, if you're asking whether they are made up, I mean, I don't think it's made up. I think it's like a, a weird game of broken telephone where like, they're told by someone else and then they tell it to you as well. Like in, in the guise that like, you know, it's for your well-being. I don't think they have like new intentions, but like yeah, it is a thing like Singapore. I think a lot of people are very gullible. Right? But that was my point. <laughs> well, that what what do you think, Karen? We can't hear you. We still can't hear you. M one. M What do you mean by gullible? Holy hell, she's so soft. She sounds soft. 10 meters away. Yeah. <laughs> Say, what do you... Okay, I'll, I'll interpret. She, she said, what do you mean by gullible? Right. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> what I mean is like, 
a lot a lot of people are very willing to like suspend their disbelief and believe in like a lot of these grandma's tales, right? Especially in Singapore. It's like okay. I guess oh my god, I just had like this insane theory right now, crackpot theories, where your tinfoil hats. I guess it's like mm-hmm. because you know, a lot of Singaporeans don't have an identity, right? And like they, they don't really like have a strong like will or like passion to like in, in whatever they do. They don't really have strong beliefs, like for the people who don't have strong beliefs. A lot a lot of the youth these days, right? And so like when other people like say like, oh you know, four is a cursed number or something, it like sticks with them and because they're trying to find their identity, then they like they they use it to identify themselves, you know. Like like not outwardly, out, out not outwardly, but inside themselves and they're like, yes. You know, and that's what and that's what religion is about as well. It's about you not knowing your identity and religion telling you that if you do this, 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 or even school, school telling you if you do all of these things, you will be able to lead a good and happy life or whatever the hell they preach. Episode. You just summarize things. I just summarize what? The entire episode. The entire episode. I'm a genius. Yeah. <laughs> well, what do you think, Karen? Shout, shout into the mic. Or Ivano, you know, say something. I guess uh, my take on it would be that it's very similar to how, to once again, Kyasu nature of how, like, we don't know if that's real or if that's fake. But if it happens to be real and we don't follow it, then we're screwed. So why not? We, I mean, it's not going to hurt us if to like stay away from number four, stay away from a black cat. So just, why don't we just go like follow it? And like, so if, if it works, good. But if it doesn't work, then nothing happens to us either anyway. So it's another, it's another form of, how you say it, like anxiety or like being scared of failing. It's like yeah. having having that safety net of doing that. Yeah, in a way. Once again, safety net comes back. Only? Yeah. Oh, that gets abandoned so often. It hurts the cats. I'm sorry. It hurts cats. Not good. True. It's a very that tangent just went all the way there, but it's fine. Kelly, yeah, like, right. to shelter, kill, just collect. Like, that's discrimination. Like, it's like, Okay. That's right. Singaporeans are selfish. Yeah. <laughs> Hot take. We, we can't hear you, Charles. Oh. All cats deserve a good home. Yes, all yes, cats deserve a good Okay. It's true. And Singaporeans are selfish. Hot take number, number, number two. Crackpot theory number two. <laughs> Everyone is selfish. Hot take number three. <laughs> I agree. I agree with that. Certain... A level of selfishness is quite important, I guess. I guess, like, we, fully since we all, like, see things from our own perspectives, we only can rely on what, like, we see and what we ourselves interpret as to be the truth. And to do that, you, like, I guess you could, like, say in a way everybody is selfish, right? Because ultimately, when even if you do a good thing, it is to satisfy you and your heart. It is to satisfy your inner whatever, you know. I'm sure there's like a medical word for it or something. But you know that feeling when you do what you want to do and you're like, yes. You know, like even if it's something good that benefits other people, in a way that is still selfish, right? 
it's like empathy, you know, like people have empathy and they do good things for others, but are they being selfless, you know? Even, okay, hot takes, right? Hot takes all around. Even Christians, right? You know, even like that, that, that mathematician who like wanted to prove God was not real and he like let everybody like take all of his things in his house and he ended up living on the streets. Is that being selfless, you know? Because like in a way, he himself had the goal of wanting to prove that God didn't exist or like in a lot of Christians, like sense is to like kind of, <laughs> it's kind of like to, to, to follow in God's words or whatever. I'm not Christian, but like, you know, and it's fulfilling that like area of yourself. And in that way, it's kind of like being selfish, right? So is everyone selfish? Hot takes. I mean, I feel even like, I don't know, that even like our everyday relationships, like, it's like they are selfish to a certain extent because after all, we would go, we would go like the extra mile for like the people we love. But at the same time, it's not entirely selfish because we are putting someone's needs before ours. So that's just like a paradox. Like it's like, is it selfish? Is it? Selfless? I would say it's selfish. Like in my opinion, it's definitely selfish. Because the root of it, the root of it is that is what you want. You know? It's what you want. If you're trying to... I think I agree. <clears throat> it, I agree it, that like most relationships are based off a very transactional uh, kind of uh, process. It's like, I want, I want to know you because you can do something for me and I can do something for you. So we both benefit in a way. But, okay, maybe more like I will benefit from knowing you. Maybe not much of the you will benefit from me. So a lot of relationships are built on knowing that being or having a relationship with this person will bring myself benefit. That's, that's the transactional uh, part of a relationship. And yeah, I guess deep down, like fundamentally, we, our, our brains are hardwired to be selfish, to form these bonds through selfishness, uh, through selfishness, through self-preservation, but uh, along the way, I, I, I do want, I, I do want to believe that there's some selflessness there, that there's a irrational kind of unconditional uh, care for and appreciation and uh, uh, love for like the other person. In that way, like to be selfless, uh, you have to be absolutely irrational, right? In a way, yeah. yeah. To quote this anime, so. to quote this anime that I watched called Villain Saga, amazing anime. But like, there were mm. there were like there was this priest character who was like Christian, and he want and he was like uh, talking about love. He was like asking the characters like, no, he wasn't asking the characters. He was trying to find for himself what love was, and then he described it like I think quite nicely. He said like, uh, the the thing that expresses most love like is like you know uh. It's like a dead person, let's say. A dead person is true love. Because, you know, he, uh, he's, he experiences the wind and like he experiences the rain while, he, while the dead person is laying on the battlefield. But he doesn't complain. You know, he provides nutrients for the soil selflessly. And uh, I mean, he or she is it's a warrior. So I guess in this case, the he, like in the era, right? And like, and like he just lays there and eventually disappears. And never once does he like say anything or make any complaint and like in that way it's kind of like selfless love right yeah. i guess like 
there is a way to be selfless. But like most of the time the like the the MO, the motor motors operandum is that we are selfless. Motors operandi. Motors motors operandi is that we, we are selfless. What what do you say, Charlie? I feel like it's a sorry. I feel like, oh my gosh. I feel like it's a lot of like people doing what they think is right, and whether that is like because of their own selfish or moral code or not, you know, like it is still done with intentions. But that in itself is like a paradox because how can you do something selfless while being selfish? Your mode of thinking and your ideals do not apply to other people. If you want to impose that idea onto other people, how can you say that you're being selfless? That's selfish. We are supposed to be talking about Singapore culture. I mean, yeah, oh, yeah. we're talking about we're talking about uh, ethics now. <laughs> selfish Singaporeans. Selfish, selfless, and everything in between. I think I think it's an interesting discussion. Anyway. Are we delving into all this so soon? Wait, I need to pee again. Can you guys like try to get back on track while I go? <laughs> what were we even talking about? From Chinese New Year to all this. Singaporean selfish. We're talking about superstition. Yeah. How and then cats, cats were being thrown away. Singapore people are selfish for throwing away cats. Selfish. What's truly selfish? Selfless. Oh cats is for their, your own personal self-interest. Schools have, don't, don't have that idea at least. That's why they're not considered cults. Really? Do you yeah. think that? What, what makes you think schools still have their own personal self-interest? Like, don't you think like, the teachers just want to earn money? No, what? I mean, maybe it's the school that I went to, but like in sports school, you know, I had like some nice teachers. They were very nice. Like, Always going to teachers, but at the end of the day, they are doing this to get money. No, not necessarily. Like my physics teacher was like, he, he was like very interested in like me as a person, like personally, you know, because like, uh, like, like as, as well as like grades or whatever, I also wanted to be like a rocket scientist last time or stuff. So like, Wait, your yeah. dark history. What, what do you say? Your history is so dark. Yeah, my dark history, but now I don't want to be like a rocket scientist. Yeah, me kind of. Anyway, yeah, so like, like that, that stuff and everything, right? And, and like he, he, he would like stay back and like do my projects with me and everything and then he would drive me home and everything. I think that's for like money. It's like, it's so nice. So nice. Agree, they are nice teachers but like at the end of the day it's still a salaried job. So no, and like, and the, and the way he teach is like, oh wait, Chong, what do you want to say? No, like it's like also very difficult to say that like any job, like no matter what good you put in the world, it's completely selfless by the logic that you just yeah, of course. Uh, okay, but that's <laughs> but that's the MO. That's the way things work. <laughs> the way things are. I'm talking about like whether they actually care about you. And like in my opinion, they don't just care about the salary, they also care about like the students. That's why it's not just for personal gain. Like my my physics teacher, the way he teaches physics is like he he go out and then he's he he like whenever we counter a subject, he'd be like, Let's go out today. And we'd be like, Alright. And then he'd like go out and like bring these like weird things. Like, to learn about air pressure, he brought this, like, long-ass tube. And, like, uh, there were, like, five flights of stairs. And at the bottom, he put, like, this cup of water. And, like, he, he put, like, one end of the tube in the water. And put the other end, like, up at the top of the stairs. And then we were all there. And then he's like, alright, you guys try to suck the water up. <laughs> and, like, that's how he taught air pressure. Because, like, uh, 
air pressure depends on distance, right? And because the distance was like so high, there was a lot of air pressure there. And so you create like almost, you need to almost have like a vacuum in like that area of space to be able to suck up the water. Basically, it was impossible to suck up any water. You see, that's quite interesting, right? That's quite Physics. Cool. Yeah. And like, if I tried to argue, how, how about uh, that, in a way, is also stemming from his own personal wish to yeah, yeah. be like, like, uh, good. In yeah, a way, but as, the as fact, a good teacher, in a the way, the fact that he is pushing his mm -hmm. ideal shows that he doesn't just care about the salary. He actually wants to create change inside the education system that will lead mm -hmm. to more students benefiting. Even if that is a selfish desire, and even if that is based off of his selfish ideals, he doesn't just care about his salary. He cares about the students' well-being as well. And that's part of his selfish desire. Selfish and selfless. The different Oof. levels of selfish. We have went back away from Chinese New Year. <laughs> there is no Chinese New Year. It's <laughs> only school no system. It's deception and lies. <laughs> so what exactly does it mean to you? What, what does that? Oh, you know, rest. It, for, for me, it's uh, a chance to do my my actual work. <clears throat> I mean, my art and my music, yes. <laughs> I, think so. I think it's more of a, to, to run away from these, yeah, these school-imposed school responsibilities and oh. instead focus on things that I would like to do instead, right? A temple reprieve from like, the rat race that we experience on a daily basis. Oh, yes, Sean. Amazing. The thing is, I think, the thing is like, it's not bad. The responsibility that we have in schools are not, like, it's not bad to have responsibility and learn it like uh, that way. It's just like when you have too much of it, you know, to the point where like a lot of students actually like commit suicide. And like, of course they are making changes, right? Like in the primary school, there's no more PSLE apparently. Must be nice. No, not 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 It's the grading system change. Yeah, the grading system change or whatever. And like you know, must be nice. <laughs> is the okay? Honestly, like I've I've made this argument before, but it's honestly the parents agreed. Yeah. Look, the schools, the schools wouldn't have such like, uh, have such, uh, uh, aggressive tactics if the parents were like chill about it and they were like, yeah, no, I'm okay with a C. I'm okay if my child gets a C. Every parent is like, I need an A. I need that top 1%. And so the schools keep pushing, but they don't realize that like, because of this stupid percentage bell curve system, you can never get a hit because the more you push, the more the bell curve will just shift right. And it's just like, everybody's just increasing, you know, it's like, who can increase faster? Oh. What do you say, Chon? That's why everything just gets harder. But at the same time, we realize that the syllabus is shrinking. Yeah, yeah. Which is kind of that means that the quality, not quality, like the difficulty of questions are going to increase and things are just going to be harder for students. Yeah, so it's like a never-ending cycle of increasing pressure, you know, and like every generation after the next just has more and more and more to the point where like a lot of students these days actually like go and commit suicide and stuff like that. It's depressing. Like Primary actually, schools still have that class ranking system. Yeah, they still have that system oh my god but you know it's, a, it's a literal it's elitism it's a literal caste system it's, it's, it's a caste system. <laughs> it made me 
so so horrible on myself like then remember uh, what going from the first class to the second class and i started crying at the first day of school it was Bro, amazing like, not not that I, not that I, I actually like broke down like during assembly because of it that's that's like the amount of pressure my my parents like the the school was giving me that like kind of just broke me that day. It was like yeah. now that I look at back at it, it's like it's horrible to put through put a student like through that like especially so young, right? Yeah, I, I've never understood this. Yeah, I always, I think the things that my parents never really care. Mm-hmm. Oh okay. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's uh... like, uh, I guess it also depends on like the people around you, but Wait, it's, just, uh, it's just this system supports the 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 people who are doing better to fear doing worse in and the people who are doing bad well to like be embarrassed give, give up yeah be embarrassed and give up on like trying to do better maybe some will actually try and like you know actually advance through the system but honestly it just it just uh, doesn't make sense to myself. Which one? What, what, do you, what do you say about your parents? No, my parents, my parents were not, they didn't pressure me that much. And like, I think like, I was on the good side of the system back then. So like, I, I'm not a good person to talk about this, but I do agree that um, it's, there are, there are so many factors that goes into like, whether or not you perform, such as your family environment, uh, where you live how much money you have, whether you're rich. Like, there's so many different factors. Yeah, true. It's, it, and it's, and it's, not, it's not just like a in-name kind of thing, right? It's, they, they even act that way. I, I would remember like people in the upper class, uh, the, the higher classes in my school, they, they go around with like an air around them, you know? It's like they don't mix with the other people. They always like only talk to each other and whatever. And like, and and they always had this I'm better than you kind of attitude to approach things, you know. Even like between schools. Don't you realize like AC and like whatever? And they'll be like, oh, I'm better than you. There, there's always that this air, I feel. Which Even AC like, are we? I don't think so. Honestly, I never really felt that. I never felt oh, that. Okay, okay, Karen. <laughs> no, seriously. Like, I guess maybe because. But you're from a pretty good school already, right? Yeah, and maybe because I was on that side of the system and I know how most of these, most people on the good side of the system tend to behave, I never felt that kind of disadvantage sense like, oh, I'm in a lousier school. I guess maybe that came with maturity and it just came that for me to realise that, okay, I don't need to go on this path to get to where I need to go. There's another door that's going to open for me. And I just need to wait for that door to open and it opened at the right time. Like, it's like such a big decision to make when you are well. Because I um I I'm from IP and I I feel like I should not have had to make the decision of what school I go to for six years when I was twelve. I'm yeah, eighteen I agree. Like, like kind of the the amount of choices you have makes it such that uh, the choice that you can make, like, like it makes it such that you feel limited in the choice that you make because it's like, oh, what's it called? Oh my God, there's a name for it. It's like the, the confining of choice or whatever, you know, we're having- Because it limits your the, options. Like the moment you go down that path, 
you're programmed this way. Yeah, something like that. It's, it's like, if you have too much freedom, you, you, also feel, you become imprisoned in that choice, you know? It's like choice. It's like the gilded cage mentality of sorts kind of thing. Something like that, I guess. I don't know. There's a, there's a term for it. But, you know, that, that feeling that you get. Where, like, when, when you have too many options, then, like, you can't choose. That's why I think, like, get the idea problem. of, like, you know, there's always this, like, Singaporean idea of, like, oh, you just get good grades and then later, like, you decide on what school you want to go to or whatever, right? Like, it's... it's or total, what you want to do. It's total BS. Because, like, by the time you get good grades, you won't be able to figure out which school you want to go to. Like, you, you, have, you have to actually sink thought and effort into your passion. More thought, in fact, than actually studying. Like, studying is simple. There's one road to go. Like, you know your destiny. Yeah, say that. What, what did you say, Chan? I'm sorry, I cannot study. Oh. Well, I mean... I guess we can, we can say that, James. Because we have been lucky in that sense... And privileged in that sense to be naturally very blessed to uh, I mean, I'm, I'm, be able to pick things up very quickly. I feel, I feel but, a lot of exams. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, but in that sense, there are other people who struggle a lot more through the school journey. Yeah, I mean, like yeah, I uh, personally know. Okay, there's a it's a different struggle. I, I guess you could say like some people like, may find it easier, some people may find it harder. But school is a very straight and narrow path. Um, like as uh, like at least when you are inside the system already, it's just like study and get good grades, right? But like outside of that, like for life choices, like which school you actually want to go to, that is like more difficult, you know, or what you what you are passionate in, you know, that requires what a lot. you want to do. Yeah, and of course you, you see, have ECG, right? But like ECG is BS. <laughs> Will it come again? ECG is like uh career gu- career guidance. Oh, yeah, sorry. Oh, that. Honestly, you know what I realise? That's the conundrum that's surrounding you now. Yeah. Because it's like, you don't really know what you want to do in future. Yeah. And also, I think I need to go in like five minutes. Uh-huh. I, I, need, I need to bullshit the conclusion. There's this conundrum, oh my god, what am I going to do now that I don't have school? You know? Yeah. Time to start. Yeah, so a, lo- a lot of that is, yeah, it's just, it's huge pressure for what, eight, uh, well, what could be 12 years of our lives, right? It's just constant pressure and then it just suddenly, everything's dropped and you you're just, you just don't have anything to do. And for the 12, uh, those 12 years, a lot of us uh, are basically just, yo, just study and like, you don't have to think about what you want to do later in life first just study get a good foundation and then you can branch off and i think that uh kind of cultivates a sense of in a way procrastination of what of thinking what we want to do because right now we want to focus on our exams focus on our major exams focus on getting into uni or something like that right so then it all it all just uh loops back around to the uh that singaporean culture of anxiety of kiasu, pashu, of uh, wanting that safety net to, to remain within your life, uh, which kind of just limits us into mediocrity as James uh, laments in our life. And <laughs> exactly. So I feel, uh, or I guess, 
to conclude. Well, okay, t t uh, today's topic was pretty uh, here and there. Sometimes we talked about it holidays, was. sometimes we were talking about just school it... culture. But the holiday thread, basically, yeah, you know, just, just celebrate it how you want. If it's not hurting anyone else, have fun. Uh, take the time to take a break from whatever is giving you any pressure. Take the time to rediscover your passions, rediscover your love for anything and anyone, and just take the time to live truly. Something. If you don't, continue to use this as just extra time to continue. Uh, all your responsibilities, all your work. And I think that's just a terrible idea. No, oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, we're wrapped. What's James Let's go, doing? James. <sighs> I did my part. <laughs>